0: Did he sniff sniff during his Davos? Every
1: single pause.
0: Oh, my God.
1: You can listen to the Ah! professional left on (laughs) iTunes.com, where you can also.
2: Stop.
1: You can listen to the professional left on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at our website, proleftpod.com, where you can also contribute to this podcast. There's a PayPal button at our website, or you can mail us a letter and or contribution at P.O. Box 9133, Springfield, Illinois, 62791.
0: This is the podcast for January 26, 2018. It's not safe for work.
1: Coming to you live from the nearly deserted Palm Beach U-Haul facility, where they've rented out their entire fleet to a local woman known only as Melania, it's the professional left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. <laughs>
0: But name i think she's packing up and moving out and i don't blame her
1: <laughs> yeah well you know? and, and uh, uh it's a lot of legal stuff this week so we'd like to welcome a new uh presenting sponsor for our show wonderful um uh, it's uh the, the legal team of weiner and carper um have you recently suffered, wh- suffered whiplash torn ligaments or any other injury related to what doctors call sean hannity changing a story too fast for the human eye to follow syndrome if so Fox News may owe you money, so contact the legal team at Weiner and Carper today to find out how much. Can I do this all over again?
0: Sure, whatever. You did all a good right. job. That was good so far.
1: Thank you. I'm gonna try. That. I'm gonna try it one more time. Okay. This week's presenting sponsor is the legal team of Weiner and Carper. Have you recently suffered whiplash, torn ligaments, or any other injury related to what doctors call Sean Hannity changing his story too fast for the human eye to follow syndrome? If so. Fox News may owe you money. So contact the legal team of Weiner and Carper today to find out how much. Weiner and Carper, because if Sean Hannity could get rich being an idiot, why shouldn't you?
0: You know, Weiner and Carper, uh, I have to say, might have their work cut out for them. Because the the, uh, defense can prove that we've all had lots of practice. Yes. With with whipping our attention around, both with this so-called president yes. and also with uh, all of the excuses that conservatives on Twitter make for the uh, payment of the Mexico
1: wall. Yeah, so, but here's, <laughs> If I may suggest a slight distinction, mm-hmm. we don't believe any of that shit. Right. It it falls to conservative meatheads to believe Sean Hannity when he says, President Stupid never, ever, ever said or suggested in any way this thing. And then comes the Fox Doom music. Mm -hmm. And then, well, he might have suggested it, but it doesn't really count. If you want to stay in that universe, Mm -hmm. you have to be mentally facile enough to completely change your opinion uh, mid-sentence. Right. Yep. And yep. that's going to cause some injury, Blue Galaxy. It's going to cause some <laughs> soft tissue damage, <laughs> some spinal column stuff, uh-huh. uh, brain thingies, I'm imagining. Well, um, I felt
0: like a character, a, a, a uncredited character on the Truman Show last night because I, th- we're recording this on Friday because that's what we do these days. That's right. We, we know better, and I, I leaned over to you last night and said, "You know, I'm really glad we didn't podcast today because I know. here comes here comes the fun cooker, right?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the last minute podcast with drift glass it's and blue guy.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, the. Um, idea of flipping back and forth between CNN, NBC, MSNBC and Fox and finding out that Tucker Carlson is putting on a game show, a literal you know, game yeah. show. Now, Rachel Maddow used to do that on Friday sure. nights, right? Sure. The Friday night news dump and she'd have this thing.
1: Because it was boring. There was nothing, you yeah. know, right. treason dropping. It, it was dropping. a slow
0: news night. That was the point.
1: <laughs> well, and she and, would do this with viewers.
0: Right. Right, not with on-air junior personalities like Baby Docey.
1: Yeah, Steve Docey's blonde named kid. Shimkus
0: which yeah. threw us over to the Google machine because a former minute. Congressman Shimkus but no relation yeah. apparently. Huh. Uh, but thinking about um, Sean Hannity flipping during his show and say, and just saying, "Well, we'll talk about this tomorrow." Yeah. And knowing that, that gives them 24 hours to figure out a story, right?
1: Yeah, a car chase do we have to go to right now?
0: Right now, right now. And, uh, th- and then today's story is, or his argument is, uh, look, I never quote unsourced stories from the New York Times. I just don't see that. And all you have to do is on Twitter, you don't even have to leave the website. Just search Twitter for Hannity Hillary, New York Times. Right. And you can find five videos where he is screaming head on fire about, even the New York Times says that Hillary right. is a monster and she'll destroy America.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not fact-checking in the New York Times. No, he's
1: not fact-checking. Well, he, he, and he always has sources. Right. Our sources don't confirm this at all. Well, ah. your sources is, is your left hand <laughs> and your right, right hand, and you're jerking off with both of them at the moment.
0: So I felt and- like a, an, you know, a character in the Truman Show... Bursting out of a wrapped gift and saying, It's not real, it's not real. I went over to Twitter and just saw people saying, Well, you know, Hillary, and what about those missing texts? Yeah. And, you know, three days ago, Drift Glass, it was, you know, the secret society. Secret society.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God. We and, all, and they, apparently they, they, they just found forget. They
0: just forget that yeah. two days ago there was some other conspiracy and there was Pizzagate and there, you know, no basement in the. <laughs> where the in the building where they claimed a sex ring was going on in the basement mm-hmm. uh, and i did so yeah i was i was on twitter saying you know guys guys you might want to switch over to another channel oh. for 90 seconds and oh. just read the Chiron because your president is going down as and we just,
1: speak just to make sure people uh generations from now understand what yeah, we're talking about right. um Last night, it dropped after seven months apparently ripening on the vine somewhere. Honestly. Uh, uh, We're guessing it's either um, one of Trump's lawyers or Melania, his wife.
0: Well, that's uh, an idea.
1: Dropped a Roosevelt dime Mm -hmm. on President Stupid and called uh, into the news organizations of America and said, yeah, he was going to fire that. Uh, He was going to fire. He was was absolutely dead. He gave the order to do it, and his his lawyer— Threw himself in front of that train and said, If you do, I quit. And then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only thing that backed him down from that. Which means that to no one's surprise, everything that everyone the white in the White House has said for the last seven months has been a lie about no, no, we never even thought about such things. But yeah. that happened in real time during the prime time news hour of you know cable news. So in our household, for cheap entertainment, <laughs> Just, we're because we're all about so we're, the cheap entertainment. We're
0: all about the cheap, cheap entertainment, um,
1: yeah. It's the equivalent of taking out a kaleidoscope and just sort of twisting it around because it's so fucking weird. It is like having um, shortwave radio to North Korea. Yeah. You know, it's baseball scores, baseball scores. America is the, uh, is the great Satan that we destroy in the war. It, it's just this – it's it's the signal beamed in – not the great Satan. I'm sorry. That's the wrong bad guy. But. It is a signal being beamed in from a completely different universe populated by completely different creatures who don't speak our language, uh, Mm -hmm. but somehow look like us and and occupy the same physical space as we do. But it's so fucking bizarre because it really is all across the board. You know, just everyone's everyone's TV alert lit up. Holy shit. We have sources inside that the calls are coming from inside the goddamn White House saying, yep, he tried to fire him. And the only thing that stopped him was his lawyer saying. Uh, you'll have to take me first, and then you're in a world of hurt. Flip over to Fox News, who's had this the same length of time as everyone else has. They have a gajillion dollars. They have reporters everywhere. They have all the equipment that everybody else does. And there's Chuck Carlson doing a game show going, hey, everybody, let's play which uh, self-centered uh, liberal uh, talk show host uh, is also thinks he's a rock star because he's an asshole. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> Joe Scarborough. <Hey. laughs> and there's Steve Doocy's idiot kid going, I got it right. I get points. Yeah, and it's like it. it, it is. And
0: and one of the questions was about camels getting Botox. Yeah. Now look, if it is a slow new night, sure. this Night and or that is your the format of your show. I mean, right. I think Tucker Carlson should be a game show host. Oh that, yeah. You know, that's really his skill. QVC
1: level. did not interrupt yeah. selling Cubits zirconia.
0: No, exactly. One minute
1: during this time, right. and I understand that that's not their thing.
0: Right, that's their job. But. Uh, but so, yeah. then
1: we flip back and watch Sean Hannity go from bright red, it's all a mm-hmm. lie, it's all a lie, it's all a lie, to his own network, people going, uh, it's actually true, to his like, <laughs> well, you know, uh, fuck it, we're going to talk about it tomorrow, here's a car chase, shut up, and then just quietly <laughs> sinking yep. under the desk yep. his bottle and, and just counting his 401k, because let's face it, the only reason Sean Hannity exists as a, as a carbuncle on the ass of America Mm-hmm. Is because Fox News pays them a lot of money to mm-hmm. tell tens of millions of really, really stupid, racist people the lies mm-hmm. they want to hear, and nothing freaks them out more. This actually does remind me, Blue Gal, if you mind, mm-hmm. my slide transition uh, from of a scene from The Alienist.
0: Oh yeah, well, let me just ask you one Shan, Sean Hannity question, sure. and then I will. We can move to The Alienist. That's this is idea.
1: not about The Alienist. This is simply related to The Alienist. But please.
0: Okay. Uh Sean Hannity, I want to ask you a question. A lot of Republican congressmen are retiring this year, as you know. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman on MSNBC last night who said, you know, this is smash and grab. Yes. This is they got their tax cut. There's nowhere to go from here but down. And their their so-called president is taking them down. Uh, so it's time to get out and go sell cars or lobby or whatever, uh, rather than be here when the cops come in, hmm? and I'm just wondering whether you think Hannity or any other right-wing a-hole is going to uh, smash and grab as well, that as this proceeds, uh, and particularly Hannity, I mean, he just uh, doesn't seem to have a grip on how to spin this, Well, and I th- I think he would have he'd be the next one on the chopping block at Fox, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to save a whole lot of money, because <laughs> well, he makes two point four million dollars a month, literally, uh, at at Fox. So, and I'm sure he's a ratings, you know, juggernaut. Oh, yeah. And everyone will say boycott Fox. All their all his fans will go nuts, like they did with Bill O'Reilly, and you know, it lasts. Because of that memory hole, it lasts two whole days that they're going to boycott Fox instead of watching their favorite personality.
1: Well, then they have a problem because, I mean, they they literally have a a, a 100 percent market share of that audience. Right. Because there's no place else for them to go. Mm -hmm. They have no other Mm -hmm. source of absolutely pure, undiluted, uncut bullshit, uh, Mm -hmm. racist lies, which is all that keeps them upright and walking forward all day long. Um,
0: It really is masturbation, political masturbation all day long.
1: I would refer you to a uh, post that uh, this Driftglass fellow wrote Mm -hmm. uh, last November saying it's not a tax plan. It's a bust out.
2: Right, right. And
1: a bust out is just when you take over a building or or the mob takes over a business and and uses its credit to loot the business itself and leaves behind nothing. That's what Mm -hmm. they're doing. They're looting the country. They're looting. They're making themselves rich and leaving trash in their wake because that's Republicans are a Parasite. They're a, mm-hmm. they're a consumptive parasite on this country, and until we are rid of them, this is just going to go on and on. Um, the scene from The Alienist was when the gentleman was at his favorite house pleasuring himself. <laughs> And with a lady with a it wasn't lady.
0: pleasuring himself he was but pleasuring yes.
1: himself with his favorite lady and uh-huh. someone busted in the madam busted in on them and said okay your work's called gotta go and he's gotta yeah. oh crap mm-hmm. that's what happened last night mm-hmm. is the fox mm-hmm. news audience was busy oh this is so beautiful oh my god oh <laughs> shit oh shit with time's up but now sorry zip it up gotta change subjects that must have left them a little baffled. as for sean hannity What will become of Sean Hannity? Um, I would refer you to another movie uh, called The Grifters. Um, Ah. There's a minor character played by the the, the astonishing J.T. Walsh in The Grifters. Uh, He plays Mm -hmm. a guy named Cole, as I recall. And he was annette benning's first partner mm-hmm. he's a very confident man he's a con man of the you know and he plays the cons all the way out you know he's sitting in a room telling this room that she's got her arms all over that he's got a room full of computers right next door you should come see it you should come see it and you know there's nothing in there mm-hmm. at all he's playing it for the, the thrill of the risk yeah and eventually she has to leave him because he goes insane <laughs> Because he, yeah, there's yeah. a scene I've mean, I never found it on YouTube, but there's a scene of J.T. Walsh on the bed barking like a dog because he's lost his mind because he's completely mentally gutted himself by being this kind of confident, constant liar. I mean, he's, he's his pathology is finally driven nuts. That's where Sean Hannity's headed because Sean Hannity used to you know be able to joke with. Um, Oh, what's his name? Keith Olbermann. Right. Oh, that's just TV. Yeah. Can you believe that these people think I'm? I, I believe this stuff. It's just television. It's just a show. But Sean Hannity has has really has just swallowed the entire Kool Aid factory and has become mm-hmm. the manifestation of the sort of red faced berserk uh, face of Fox News. You know, Roger Ailes is dead and Bill O'Reilly's gone and there's nobody running the show over there. So yeah. Sean Hannity's left to just make the shit up as he goes along, and they're they're rapidly uh, heading towards a crash. But again, there's there's X number of millions of people in this country who it literally obvi- it, at this point it should be obvious to any anybody above the level of flatworm that there's no they're never going to change. They can't. Right. They they have, they you thought they went all in on Bush. They have gone all in. They push all their psychological chips in on on Trump, and when he crashes. There's no place for them to go. There's no way to walk this back. There's no way to pretend it didn't happen. There's no, there's no amount of bleach that's going to scrub the fucking Trump signs off their lawns. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be at war with these people. And it's going to yes. be a cold war. But but there's going to be a group. This group of people is going to be a is going to be a problem for this country until they die off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gl- happily, they're all you know seventy and aging out of the <laughs> out of the universal workforce. And anybody under thirty five or forty for the most part looks at them like they're like they're a different species you know they they want no part they're just like who the fuck cares who you marry why are you concerned about race my best friend is hispanic i know dreamers at school um time will move these people along but until then this is a fight every goddamn day Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. really are and and when people that reckless and dangerous and stupid and and evil a lot of them have their back against the wall. That's when it gets really, really scary.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. A, a large number of them, I think, will do what, you know, one listener said, which is I'm just not listening to any of it, right, um, and, and retreat. And as you said, and we're going to talk at length, I think, about the lifeboat building that's going on in the media to give them an escape hatch from their Trump devotion, uh, which we have to burn those lifeboats uh, every day. But before we do that, I I want to go back to something you just said about how we have to fight. And it has uh, kind of bothered me that, and and this is kind of – Everybody, this is when we check in with one another and see how we're feeling about things and uh, make sure that we're all taking care of each other and taking care of ourselves uh, through this. But... Um, I was taken back to uh, before the election when you and I were talking about, well, we'll do a half-hour podcast about politics, but we're really going to devote our time to
1: Science Fiction University because
0: right. Hillary's going to be president, and it's going to be boring. Sure. You know?
1: It's going to be interesting, I mean, apart but from, there, there's going yeah. to be witch hunts all day long.
0: Right, all day long, right. and and we'll have to fight against that. Right, But in terms of policy, uh, we, she's going to be uh, to the right of us on some things, and we're going to have to push her left as much as we can on those things. But in terms of competence and her hiring the right people and depending on facts and science and research to do things, we don't have to worry about any of that. So, uh, And I think we took our armor off, or started to, or started to think we could. And it has bothered me this week uh, when I see um, things happening with Robert Mueller or people talking about this process. Of, uh, and it it really is. It's a prying off of a barnacle on our democracy. Donald Trump is a barnacle on our democracy, and and the Republican Party is a barnacle on our democracy, and we've got to pry all of this off.
1: You know what else is a barnacle? Mike Barnacle.
0: Mark Barnacle. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have to do this, but it has bothered me on on Twitter particularly to see um, kind of a cheerleading and a. celebration of each step of progress that Mueller makes and i realize that when trump is gone whether that is in 2020 or before 2020 that's going to be a tremendous relief to all of us and i will weep real tears and feel a weight drop off of me although pence is worse my dad says and i see his point uh this is a fight and this, more, more to the point, this is a tragedy for our country. Uh-huh. This whole thing is a tragedy. It's our failure. It's his failure. It's the media's failure. We have all failed here. To And, and I know some people are going to push back on that and say, I didn't fail. I voted for Hillary. Well, we dropped the ball somewhere where we thought that it was inevitable and that America was good enough that onward and upward we would make it and and that this monster wouldn't sneak into the White House. Uh, I don't feel alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) about this at all. Right. But I feel like getting out, you know, a cheerleader outfit and jumping up and down and being happy, excited when taking down a president is a tragedy and we have to do it. Right, right. But it's a tragedy for our country that we have to do it. Yes. And after he's gone and after Pence is gone and we hopefully get, things back to where uh, humanity is valued in our government rather than money, uh, you know, that's going to take a long time mm-hmm. and and it's going to take somber, hard work to do it. Um, I don't like seeing uh, point, point gaining on the right. It is a game on that side Yes. of ha ha, we got you. Mm hmm. We win, winning. Hashtag winning. And it's just, can I, can I hurt the other side? It is a, it is a party of bullies. Yes. And can I just hurt the other side? And I have had people try to personally hurt me this week. Yes. Uh, personally shame me. Personally come right to my door and say you're ugly, you're worthless, you're, you're wrong, you're, and and, and in a way that is bullying and demeaning. And hurtful, and having been through this in junior high, yeah, <laughs> uh, I am so glad they're coming after me because my armor is present, is strong, <laughs> and I can I can parry right back to them, mm-hmm. you know, and and as you have said to me many times, goodness. Fran, they don't feel the knife going. No,
1: it's so, all you well, know. It's just whoosh. <laughs> I'm very sleepy now. I can't.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to. I have to block you now because no, you you're, you're too mean. When they are the people that appear in shame right. and called me a bitch and uh, questioned my value as a mother, as a as a parent. Right. Uh, you know, talk to me suggested that i commit suicide yeah to you know this this is the kind of stuff that they're doing right and uh when when you see that happening on that side and they them thinking see i told her i won right and and then i come back to our side of twitter and see yay Mueller. and i think okay those aren't Those aren't. I don't want to do a false equivalence here because what Mueller is doing is really important work, and we should appreciate it. But it's a tragedy that we have to do this, and this is this is a bad time in our country, and we need to take it seriously. We have we are going to have so much work to do to undo what he's done, Uh, and and to and to uh, heal (laughs) the hurt Mm -hmm. that his side likes to do. Mm -hmm. So that's where that's where I'm at.
1: And let's let me be. Blunt Mm -hmm. and say that if Twitter were a bar, Mm -hmm. it would be the shithole asshole bar. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I wandered into the shithole asshole bar, and there were a bunch of shitholes and assholes in there. There
0: were a bunch of shitholes and assholes. Of course there are. That's (laughs) what it
1: is. I mean, I walked into the body shaming bar, and they shamed me. Well, of course, that's what they're. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a big fucking label on Twitter that, that says hey, Nazis are here and, you know, mm-hmm. Nazis welcome. Yeah, um, yeah. Twitter's not the place to engage anybody, in my opinion. Twitter's not the place to argue. It's not the place to have a fight. It's not the place to try to reason with anybody. Twitter's a, a giant shitstorm that has inside of it many sub-communities of, that where interesting things are going on. So it it concerns me when I hear, I had this thing on Twitter. I talked to this person on Twitter. I had this engagement on Twitter. It's like, what? do you sense a common theme there? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. maybe... That's the wrong venue for this conversation. Yeah. It's necessary. This is the business we do. I mean, this is what we do. But it, it is a very tricky place to try to get anything done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't celebrate, but I have noticed I use the word hilarious a lot. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you mm-hmm. why. Because I have no power at all. I I mean, yeah. we have a podcast and we have listeners and we have readers and that's that's. Tremendous. But um, it literally doesn't matter what I say. Um, it, it literally didn't matter 13 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago. It doesn't matter how right I am, how wrong I am. It doesn't matter how much I rail against David Brooks. It doesn't matter how much I bitch about Andrew Sullivan. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. So the fact that you and I are right a lot and people on the left mm-hmm. are right a lot um, is entirely irrelevant to the conversation. Yeah. So – at some point, I have to find some reason to get out of bed other than being angry all the time. Yeah. And it has to be some level of kind of gallows humor. I have to find it a fucking amusing that the place at the table where my wife should be is occupied by Charlie Sykes. <laughs> yeah. And that nobody will explain to me why a crackpot right-wing radio scumbag has a place at the National Dialogue Talking about the giant pile of shit that he created, and that nobody around him will say, you know, Charlie, you were really, you were a big contributing factor to the horrible, horrible situation we're in. So
0: I noticed that Charlie Pierce said that yesterday. He, did. he
1: did. He's very <laughs> blunt about that, which is why Charlie yeah. Pierce is not invited to a lot of parties.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> but it's, it, you know, I, I've said this before. We hijacked a Sunday school class to talk about this last week. Yes, we're probably going to do it again. Um, I believe if if you want to. Not you personally, but if we wanted to have a truth and reconciliation committee, we talked about that after the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Sure. Truth first, then reconciliation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as long as we're going to play this game of the Obama administration never happened, Hillary Clinton is a murderer, uh, Donald Trump is a genius, fuck you liberals, I'm glad you're crying, and I'm never going to change. I'm not going to forgive these people for anything, and I'm not going to forgive anybody who handed them a sharp stick to po- poke my wife with. Yeah, um, I'm not yeah. – I'm not a – fucking forgiving mood at all as soon as we roll through berlin and Mm -hmm. go to the bunker and find the remains of the third reich having you know blown their brains out i will forgive all things (laughs) once we win the war i'll feel real forgiving but right Mm -hmm. now these people Mm -hmm. are actively involved in fucking up my country robbing my children's future and laughing about it so it doesn't move me greatly that Bill Kristol has suddenly discovered that the Republican Party is full of Republicans. And holy crap, there might be some racists out there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. My experience on Twitter mm-hmm. is a lot of people say, well, he's on my team now. You know, they mm-hmm. did a lot of shit in the past, but he's on. No, he's not on your team. He is usurping your team. Bill Crystal is a is a deeply depraved, bloodthirsty parasite who has suddenly discovered that the water is a little more congenial on the other side so now he's taking the other side and the minute your back is turned he will cut your throat take your shit and go back to being the same asshole he was five years ago because that's who he is if you welcome him into the perimeter god help you in three years because then at at some point you will notice that you are no longer part of the conversation it's just a conversation between charlie sykes and uh and andrew sullivan (laughs) And David mm-hmm. Brooks and Bill mm-hmm. Crystal and somehow the entire liberal voice, the, the people who were right all along, will simply vanish from history. And mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. they're doing. That's what the lifeboats yep. are about, is to make sure there there aren't enough seats on the lifeboats boats for them and right. us. Right. They are tossing right. us over the side to make more room for Bill Crystal. Right. Now if Bill Crystal right. wanted to wander the earth doing good for poor children for the rest of his life and twenty years from now come back and, and ask nicely to be given a microphone. I'm fine with that. yeah. yeah. these scumbags move directly from calling me and my friends traitors in front of television cameras.
0: Onto a seat on your liberal
1: TV. On the yep. TV going, yep. isn't it a shame the Republican Party lost its mind. I wonder how that happened. Yes. With and, and all of the people around them, every single other person in their universe lets them get away with it. And mm-hmm. I, I want to make a very bad analogy, if you don't mind.
0: No, go right ahead.
1: Uh, this, this situation with the... Um, rapist coach.
0: Yeah. Well, were you listening to Michael Smirkanish this morning? No,
1: I spared myself okay. that agony. But
0: well, that, they covered a little bit about that. And that was exactly what I was thinking was, about when you were talking. So go ahead. Um,
1: Mike Hollis, who I believe is the athletic director. I, I you know, I'm, I'm scanning this very quickly mm-hmm. of the program where this went on. Right. Uh, resigned. Mm-hmm. The president of the college, I believe, has resigned.
0: Well, and they're, the United States Olympic Committee wants the entire program
1: yes, to resign. Yes. Now here's, yep, now, yep. And I'm making a really bad analogy, so please okay. forgive me in advance.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This horribly depraved thing was going on mm-hmm. for years right under the noses of these people. At no point did any of the athletic directors who looked the other way, the president of the college who looked the other way, the staff that looked the other way, or, or were complicit in it. Um, offered the option of, hey, why don't you just go across the street and become athletic director over there? We'll just forget forget it ever happened.
0: Yeah, right. We know you were complicit.
1: We know you turned a blind eye. And that's the part that really, really bothers me. It's the part mm-hmm. about – look, the people at the top of the Republican movement, the braincast, the people who do this talking, the people who set the agenda, the people you see on television, there's one of two possibilities. All these people who are now never Trumpers, one of two possible things is true. There's no third option. Number one, they were literally too stupid to see what was going on inside their own party, their own movement, the one that they devoted their life to and spoke about for 25 fucking years. They were too goddamn dumb to see what was mm-hmm. happening right in front of them. In which case they have no business opening their fucking mouths on any issue ever again. Right. Or two. Right.
0: They're disqual. They've disqualified themselves. This, right. Right.
1: Literally, their one job is to speak for the conservative movement in the Republican Party. They had no other job. And the, and mm-hmm. 30 years into it, they're suddenly shocked to discover that the Republican Party is as said, full of Republicans. All right. So category one, you're too stupid to draw breath on your own. Therefore, you have no business opining for money anywhere. Option two. You're an amoral con man who's perfectly aware with the racism and perfectly content with it. And you enabled it for 30 years because it made right. you rich. Made you rich. And yeah. Now that it's bitten you on the ass, you would like out of that contract, but you'd like to keep the money and the house and the position and the title and the TV camera and never have anyone mention ever again the fact that you were complicit in creating it. Those are your two options. You're, you're a right. moron or you're an amoral scumbag. But there are no good people involved in this equation. So mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of hearing how David Frum is on my side and Bill yeah. Kristol is part of my team. No, they're not. They're wind socks and the wind changed. That's all. And when it changes again, they will change again. Because if you are a Republican during the age of Bush, you don't have a conscience. Right, right, Period. right. Full stop. Shall we move on? I believe we both looked about ourselves Well,
0: two thing. Two things. One is uh, Rush Limbaugh this week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I mention one thing? Just one thing to uh, yeah. Clear our palette. The march was awesome.
0: The march was awesome and bigger than last year a, a, and very well organized. I didn't like the location, but yep. yeah, it was awesome.
1: It was amazing. We saw a lot of friends there, a lot of faces we yep. knew. It was just wonderful. Yep. My wife knit pussy hats for people. It was great.
0: I gave away pussy hats on the street,
1: people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, only one, actually. And I gave it to a little girl who didn't have a hat. And, and I had an extra one with me. And I said, oh, here. <laughs> you have to have this hat. Um, and I, I really did want to have uh, hats to give away to our listeners. So I'm hoping by the next March I can arrange to do that. Because I think that's that would be a fun giveaway to do for everybody. Hand knit pussy hat from Blue Gal. Uh, anyway, remind me about that, folks. <laughs> next year. Next <laughs> uh, and, and I think this March thing is now an annual yes, event Yes, I... uh, to celebrate our humanity and to celebrate what we're doing. Uh, I liked about the March that it was, um, It I think it brought a lot of things together. I mentioned this to somebody who was also there. Um, it's now clear or, or becoming more clear, I think, to a lot of people that uh, just opposing Trump isn't what we're about. Um, it really is... Uh, pro-healthcare for all and pro-living wage and and on and on and on all of the issues that we talk about all the time and the fact that if you care about healthcare, uh education all those things then of course you are also for the dreamers right uh and and that all of these values of valuing people for who they are uh is it all all of it grows out of that uh and and having a march and speeches from lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds talking about their particular issue, mm-hmm. uh, you really got a sense of oh the union people are clapping for the dreamers right. and the the healthcare uh, person who's talking about community health centers, uh, she's getting applause from the Black Lives Matter people yeah. and and on and we're all going to work together for each other's issues and I I think there. Is the sense on the right that you can divide us uh, that, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell said, well, you choose. We, we ha- I love what you did on your blog about the Joker with the two boats right. in Batman, where he's going to blow up one of the fairies. Pick and, one. And pick who's going to, you know, pick one. Right. Or pick one. Uh, your girlfriend you know, or the. two fate Your girlfriend or your best yeah. friend. Right. Yeah. And and pick one, DACA or Chip. Right you know and you 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 can't have both now you can't have both well uh we can have right. both <laughs> and uh it is uni- it felt great to have that kind of unifying force of oh no all the issues are connected to each other because we're connected to each other so uh yeah that was great and then I did want to talk about Smirkanish for a minute because get, it goes I want to
1: remind you of Rush Limbaugh you want to talk about Rush Limbaugh
0: Rush Limbaugh you want me to talk Which, about that for Whichever first? Okay. you like I've written all this stuff down yeah. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh uh, said that you know maybe there was a rewriting uh, where uh, the who was it that he said did did this that that oh Now, wait a minute. I'm trying to think of what Rush Limbaugh said. I think Because it had to do with the WMD. Probably the deep state and
1: the CIA.
0: Maybe the deep state and the CIA were were rewriting and making up stuff about
1: WMD to fool George George Bush
0: into these. Right. And the deep state was, it was actually their fault. Conspiracy. That the WMDs. Right. right. That's right. (sighs) And then I did Michael Smirconish this morning. Smirky had on someone who's written an article in the Atlantic magazine about the trial of the rapist who, uh, you know, was with the Olympic um, gymnast situation, who's been sentenced to 175 years. And they were focusing on the judge in the case who made a statement that, you know, you have protection under the Constitution against cruel and unusual punishment. But if I had it within my power to have someone do to you what you did to all of these girls, uh, I would allow that Uh because i'm so furious with you um and and that shocked a lot of people and uh perhaps was was overstepping her bounds as a judge to say she disagrees with the constitution from the bench uh in this particular instance uh the author of this article and i'm sorry i don't know his name but he's in the atlantic uh was saying uh the to the extent that he He could argue, not for the rapist, but for our Constitution and for our humanity and for uh, justice that is not revenge, uh, that more sexual assault does not solve the problem. And uh, he appreciated her passion, but it was a shocking statement to make. And then he used the analogy of uh, someone uh, post-war in... Germany, huh? uh, seeing a uh, former SS officer who had had his head shaved and was being marched through the streets and so forth, um, and this Jewish person apparently wanting to beat up this guy, yeah, and realizing, oh wait, we won, and even with all of the loss that he had felt and the six million Jews who had been killed, and and. Everything that had happened, Uh, you know, killing this SS officer during the war. Yes, that was the thing that I would have wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But we won the war and this person is now, you know, lower than dirt. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel any sympathy for him. I think he's getting what he deserves. However, I'm not going to get any satisfaction from revenge the same kind of revenge that I would have felt during the war would have been totally appropriate walking over and shooting him at this point is not going to give me any satisfaction because, because you're civilized we've won and we're civilized number one I'm 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 more of a human than he is right. in terms of my behavior, right. and so and I'm a better person. I am uh, governed by principles, yeah. and so um and and those principles have won. We are victorious. So okay, I got gotcha. While the war is going on, yes, I I will fight back. And and you were essentially saying the same thing that if we get to the point where you know Bill Kristol is is. Uh, working for Habitat for Humanity, Terrific. building houses I'll, I'll, for 10 years. I'll, him, I'll,
1: I'll, kick, <laughs> I'll, kick in, I'll kick in money if he does that. But he doesn't right, do that. Right. That's not what he does no, for life.
0: exactly, exactly. And if, if his position is, um, I'm here on television, and I'll be able to be the right, correct person by saying, oh, my Lord, there's these terrible people supporting Donald Trump, and uh, how could we get to this point? And, and that is particularly true. Of former campaign officials like uh, Bill Crystal, you know, people that worked on Republican presidential campaigns like Steve where there were Willie Horton ads. Like Rick Wilson? And yeah. and like uh, calling Calling voters in North Carolina yeah. and saying, isn't it terrible that John McCain has a black baby? Yeah. Push polls. You know, if you worked, if you took any of the Karl Rove playbook uh-huh. and put it into action to win elections and now you're standing by being horrified by the Donald Trump ad where he says Democrats are complicit in murder and you, you will not out the agency that made that ad. That's what ne- that's where truth and reconciliation to me comes in. You know full well that Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt know who made that ad or they can find out with
1: one. Phone. Of course they do.
0: And they should be on the air saying that is the blah blah agency that made that ad, and they should never work in this town again because that's fucking racist and it's anti-American. Yeah. And that's what they, they should out the the quote unquote, professionals who cashed a check for making that shit, and they should be outing that person and and ruining. Their careers and their reputation, mm-hmm. and they haven't done it. They, they won't want to, do. of
1: course not, of course not. Hey, Matthew Dowd was the chief architect of George Bush's 2004 re-election committee. He worked yeah. hand in glove with Karl Rove. He knows exactly mm-hmm. who wrote those ads. He know he knows yep. who put the the produce them. Produced yeah. the the yeah. gay the gay bashing um, yep. uh, local initiatives. That were put on the ballot specifically to drag uh, get uh, evangelicals to the polls so George Bush could win. He knows right. he knows all the dirt and the, and of course if you'd like to help, but of course they can't because both sides are equally wrong. Blue gal, uh-huh. both sides are bad. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I, I I'm sure they could you know turn over lots of juicy information. As I said before, if you want to give me the plans to the Republican Death Star, I will be happy <laughs> to take them and sing your fucking praises. But until you put the plans in my hand, you're just a fucking hack. Looking for your next meal, and you and you sucked all you could. You 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 sucked as much nutritional value out of this country, calling people like me a traitor for twenty years, and now you'd like to go do something else for a living and work for the other side for a while because yep, yep. obviously you don't have a moral compass. Obviously, any yep. anybody who, who puts money in front of you, the only reason Bill Kristol is working at MSNBC is because Fox News fired him.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
1: he has a he has
0: a and the New York Times yeah, fired and, him. and
1: Time magazine and
0: and, and, he, <laughs> and a whole bunch of people. And have and fired the nineties yeah. he worked
1: for ABC and was fired from them. So Bill Kristol has a long and storied history. But let's not again let's not talk about anything before yesterday morning because then it gets really complicated and we start doing things like I did this week, which was pulling people's columns <laughs> that they wrote. Yeah. Uh, and tweaking a few of them and seeing how they read today. Um, hey, look, and they read the same. It's David yeah. Brooks' column from November 2017 about how hysterical liberals are blaming this whole election on angry white males and Willie Horton bashing and this whole homophobic Red America values voters bullshit. And it's all wrong. It flatters liberals' you know, pathetic egos, but it's all wrong. Oh, wait a minute. That was David Brooks' writing uh, in 2004. <laughs> you know, all of the things we've been saying about the Republican Party were part of the of the conservative mockery of liberals. You can just mm-hmm. pull any column you want from these people for the last decades. And they're like those crazy liberals. They're calling us. They think the Republican Party's racist. They've got we've got some sort of confederacy thing going. There's a bunch of billionaires pulling the strings. Ha ha ha! Bunch of stupid Marxists. What the fuck do they know? Well, it turned out we're all we were right all along, and so. The result of that is: let's give the same assholes who called us traitors for twenty years uh, make sure they never have to pay a price for it. They keep their seat at the table. And the people who were right all along are just shuffled off the stage because it's really inconvenient to have someone sitting across from Bill Crystal who calls him a fucking fascist. Yep. So, and we want to and we want to protect Bill Crystal at all costs. Whatever <laughs> whatever happens, make sure Bill Crystal survives. <laughs> and that's that's the and you know what? Here's the thing. I've worked in many different organizations in my life, Blue Gal, as you know, and Mm -hmm. in every dysfunctional organization I've ever been a part of, there's always a group of people who are manifestly unfit for the job they are paid to do. And yes, it usually runs from the staff to middle management, right up to upper, there's someone in upper management. And it, it destroys the organization. Because mm-hmm. first of all, their job title clearly has nothing to do with the reason they were hired. Mm-hmm. Secondly, mm-hmm. It, it doubles the workload for everyone else because they're fuck-ups. Right. So they're either doing nothing right. or they're actually destroying the organization. Very yep. much like these parasites in our media are are screwing up the good name of journalism, mm-hmm. maybe beyond repair. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're destroying morale. Because what's really clear is not only can't these people be fired, but they are protected from on high by somebody, which mm-hmm. means you can't even mm-hmm. talk about it.
0: You mean there's a secret there's a society? Secret society the, except it's
1: not a fucking secret. You know, who, it's Phil Griffin. It's Andy Lack. You know who these yeah. people are.
0: So, yeah. And everybody at Davos. Don't yeah. forget.
1: But yes. the, the thing is, those of us in the universe, in the same organization, very quickly learn you can never talk about it. Because if you do, you're gone. So... It destroys morale that way, and and you can watch the organization die from within as these dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. lying assholes kill it and are and every inch of the way, the whole organization bends itself to protecting the worst among them and getting rid of anyone who might breathe the truth. Which in any organization,
0: well, and all the while they're they're chanting to themselves, it's a privilege to work in. Right. Well, that's
1: the point. Right. In yeah. every other profession, you know, I've worked in academia, I've worked in city government, I've worked in. Mm-hmm. This is a profession where telling the truth is the whole fucking job. That's the, the point. Whole lot yes. of journalism is to tell right. the facts. And the one thing they won't tell the truth about is what's going on in their own profession, which is profoundly fucking this country up. So, mm-hmm. and eventually the organization dies because it can't support this any longer. And the sad part is every place I've ever worked where this actually resulted in collapse. It turned out the reason these people were protected from on high was was money or sex or extortion or weakness or alcoholism or some other really boring-ass mundane motive you would find in any Raymond Chandler novel. Oh, they're fucking. Oh, they're blackmailing. Oh, mm-hmm. I see that, mm-hmm. that he's terrified of her. Oh, he, he knows that thus and so is cheating on his wife. And yeah. that's why asshole can never be fired. And that's why asshole right. rises through the ranks bringing along fucked up scumbags with him as he rises until he destroys. Yeah. And that's the media right now. And right. it right. scares the hell out of me because, again, as with the destruction of the Republican Party over the last 30 years, we can see you doing it. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. We can see you right. doing it. And we can see our friends in that, our, our the slowly um, shrinking circle of liberals in that universe, painfully avoiding the subject of talking about why is Charlie Sykes your colleague? Why does Hugh he, Hewitt have yeah. a job at your network? And it's mm-hmm. something that you mm-hmm. would really rather not talk about. And that's just mm-hmm. really discouraging. Um, anyway, I've talked. No.
0: But I, here's what, let me, let me give a little encouragement for the end of our show, which is that we are becoming the media. Yeah. A lot of yeah, us are. are. And the rate of change that has happened on our side, I think we are sometimes immune to the larger picture of recognize, I mean, you and I have said to our daughters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, when, when you were born in 2004, there wasn't any YouTube. What? There wasn't any cell phone where that could take a picture the way that you do today. You couldn't take a picture of yourself or your shoes or your meal and... And send it around the world within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And we've noticed with Black Lives Matter that, you know, these cell phone images of uh, police shootings. You know, you and I were talking at Sunday school this week about Rodney King and how that was the first time we saw police. You know, white people like us, little, little white girl li- living in Boston, Massachusetts at the age of 22 or whatever it was. Uh, I, did, I couldn't believe there was that level of police brutality in my country I, at this time. I was and and now I look at it and think, Oh my God, was I a fucking sheltered bitch. How dare I not know when every African American in this entire country knew mm-hmm. that this is what the cops are like in many communities. Yep. yep. And and I didn't know I was cut off from that. And we're not cut off anymore. You can deny it. You can you can chant Blue Lives Matter and pretend it's not happening yeah. or pretend they all deserve you can't it.
1: Pretend, you can
0: you can do that. You can't
1: pretend it's hidden yeah. from you. You can't pretend you didn't know. You can't
0: pre- You're right. So
1: I, right. I, I, enough right. times this week I've I've told people, look, North Korea has no choice. You yeah. can take the Republicans that I know, the conservatives I know who, who are who are careening down this rabbit hole or following sean hannity straight to hell and have been for years right could pick up the fucking remote tomorrow today and change the channel (laughs) they they that's
0: why i tweeted them last night please save your souls change the channel for 90 seconds and realize that your so-called president uh just showed his ass you know we just found out he just showed his ass on obstruction of justice and there's no denying it anymore but if you stay on Fox and you keep that channel tuned in to your on purpose, you know, masturbatory political fantasy mm-hmm. world, uh, you'll never know about right. it. And and if you're forced to know about it, they'll deny it or they'll denigrate the truth.
1: And that's when the, the for the, you to keep watching, the only yeah. response I've ever found in a situation, not not this situation, but in a situation analogous to this, where you knew you were going to have contact with that person over time is is this all right when the lie you just told me collapses tomorrow what will you say then mm-hmm. right because i'll come back tomorrow
0: well they'll say i'll be back tomorrow i'm an independent, right, I'm
1: independent. <laughs> i didn't believe it i just a tweet and <laughs> bothered me.
0: i'm not listening to any you of know,
1: it i'm just a patriot <laughs> you know, living in america and loving this country right. so goddamn right. you know what? the only thing i know is hillary clinton's a criminal and you gave me no <laughs> choice you gave me no choice
0: right you gave me you no Put choice. that criminal yeah.
1: bitch who murdered vince foster and then emails something something benghazi I had no choice. Mm-hmm. You forced me hey. to vote for this, you know, this fucking right-wing, lying, mm-hmm. racist orange fire god. Uh and yep. well then okay, if you're so grim about who, it.
0: Who believes who who believes in his heart of hearts that he is participating in a reality right. TV? Show.
1: And I didn't see And several people said that. I didn't this see this piece. grim furrowed brow sense of I just have to do this. It's bad. I know it's bad, but it's necessary. Yeah. At no, the Trump rally, I saw cheering. Yeah. I saw yeah. you people jerking off. I saw t-shirts saying yeah. You know, fuck your feelings. Uh, this was your right. dream come right. true. This guy is the manifestation of every awful thing you are. And you got to vote him into the most powerful office in the world. Why are you sad? Why are all my emails about Hillary and 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 Bill and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and Eric right. Holder? Why the fuck? Yeah. We've been a year now. Why the fuck aren't you governing? Why are you still obsessed yeah. with Hillary? And the answer is because you got it. You caught the car. You won. And now the whole mm-hmm. – even if you don't see it, the whole world sees that you are everything the left said you were. You are every mm-hmm. bit as despicable and awful, and you choose to be that way just like yep. we've been saying for years. We see you for who you are. And and, and yep. this time next year, you people will not be in power in Washington in at least one House of Congress. And then things right. are going to change a little bit. But this time, no lifeboats, no Tea Party, no independence, right. no third party, no no labels. labels, no 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 that
0: third shit. way, no. nope. Anyway, we will we will mock you to the ground for every attempt. And
1: everyone who enables you is going to hear from us. Mm-hmm. Everyone it's who says well, you know, that's right, you just go off the hook.
0: Uh, we didn't get to talk about the lawsuit. I just want to mention that there is now a lawsuit in Kentucky against the Medicaid work requirements that has been accepted, that the, the plaintiffs in this case have been accepted uh, by the courts as legitimate plaintiffs. So this this trial and, and lawsuit will go forward uh, as, of course, Medicaid, re- they found enough Medicaid recipients in Kentucky mm-hmm. to... To who have standing. That's what you have to do. First thing you have to do is find people who are hurt by this law, and then you can sue on their behalf. And that has happened. So that case is going forward. And uh, we in Illinois know a lot about uh, budgets via lawsuits because Illinois went for two years under our current Republican governor, Bruce Rauner, without a budget. And everything
1: that had to be paid at, at the point of a court order.
0: Exactly. And those agencies that could get a court order to be to receive funding from the treasurer got funding from the treasurer and that's the only way they did so uh we know about that and that is another way that uh you know the right-wing cabal is trying to gaslight and destroy uh you know drown it in the bathtub is force us at every step to lawsuit our way toward what we deserve. And, uh, you know, that's why they want to stack right. the courts as well. So uh, just be aware of all you wanna, this.
1: You want to do a um, quick news yeah. rundown?
0: No, I don't think we have time, Drift Class. Well, you know that uh, Bozo... Did we, did we skip oh, well, anything? Well,
1: Donald Trump's in Davos. <laughs> he's on
0: his way and back, got, actually. He got back. On I'm kind of surprised.
1: One, yeah. I thought he was going for the extradition, the extradition-free know, country, but he's coming seriously. back. He was booed there for calling the media, by the, by the nas- international media, he was booed um, mm-hmm. for calling the media nasty and fake, which is something our media will not do. Um, we talked about Ron Johnson suddenly discovering that the secret society is actually snark, um, and just, mm-hmm. just watching it fall apart in, in like a 48-hour period is kind of hilarious.
0: Um, well, and and Fox just stopped right. talking about it. Like, boom, gone. Yep. And and I mentioned to someone. Someone said something about that. Like, look how fast they stopped talking about it. They said, Oh, you don't remember Shirley Sherrod in 2010? Right. You know, the one the one day it was all day, every day about how this Obama appointee was a racist, a reverse racist against white people. And then it clearly comes out that Breitbart edited the Mm -hmm. tape, and it's just not a story the next day. We just won't talk about it anymore.
1: And that's that's why memory is the liberal superpower. Uh, By the way, uh, in the space of time since our last uh, podcast, Blue Cow, uh, the government was open Mm -hmm. and closed. Uh, I
0: know. uh, So the government's open again. Open and closed and open Uh, again. You're welcome.
1: Uh, It's the least we could do.
0: Actually, let's talk about that for a second because, you know, the Republican Donald Trump tweet uh, narrative was Democrats caved. And I'm sorry, but to my mind, there was a left wing straw man built up tremendously quickly Mm -hmm. to say, the left the base at the left is terribly terribly angry mm-hmm. and wants Chuck Schumer fired Fire and Fire. hates all, hates all democrats and it's just like 2013 mm-hmm. all over again with the you know the republicans in 2013 right. with are exactly like the Democrats exactly today. Exactly the same. It's exactly both the sides, same. blue gal.
1: Both sides.
0: Both sides. It's exactly the same. And and of course, again, memory being our superpower, we realized oh. that in 2013, uh, the Tea Party decided to shut down the government over funding Obamacare. Right. Uh, we shut down the government because we because Mitch McConnell had two hostages right. and uh, Mexico was not going to pay for the wall and. Uh, so there was a dysfunction, and and Mitch McConnell couldn't get fifty one right, votes, right. right? He couldn't get he couldn't get all fifty of his Republican uh, colleague to vote right. yes on his particular plan. And I do believe that uh, Mike Pence was out of that's town. That's a shame. So there wasn't going to be any breaking. Uh, yeah. pie breaking. breaking going Pence's on. Not right know, and, and, and <laughs> Pence not holding right And don't call. Pence is not here. So so that's the, you know the the difference between no we don't wow, 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 we don't want to fund Obamacare and could you please both fund children's health care, which expired in September and stop holding the dreamers hostage when it's simply president stupid who ended this program because he doesn't like Obama
1: because chip was deliberately delayed to be used as a hostage as as a a hostage. hostage. Exactly. And and the, the the most interesting reaction and, and horrifying reaction from my point of view was David Brooks. Um, thought the whole thing was hilarious because let's face it, the last year has been an unremitting series of examples that David Brooks doesn't know shit about politics, was completely wrong about everything. And his party is every bit as horrifying as we told him it was. So suddenly there's something to bash Democrats about. And he was fucking thrilled. So he wrote a whole column about how it was hilarious, about how Democrats – uh, go to a hypnotic trance and think the entire country is the Middlebury College Facility Lounge because Democrats are weak pussies and they don't have any strategy. They don't know what they're doing. Isn't it funny how Democrats are stupid? You know why? Mm-hmm. Because nobody's going to come de- and take David Brooks's kids away at the point of a gun. Right. Nobody's going to take his health right. insurance away. The calculated right. sadism of his party is something David Brooks thinks is funny. Yes, and and he, exactly. it's, it's hilarious that these Democrats who have no power in the House, who have no power in the Senate, who have no power in the courts who don't have mm-hmm. the White House are still desperately trying to protect poor people, children, mm-hmm. immigrants, mm-hmm. the weak and powerless. And, and occasionally we fail because occasionally we fuck up and occasionally we don't follow through and occasionally we make mistakes. But he thinks it's hilarious that we even try. That isn't it hilarious. Yep. And then he lied about it. Then he fucking lied about it because he said, you know, here's the thing. It's not that people don't like DACA. What it means is I might be mildly inconvenienced by something, and I don't give a shit enough about these kids to be bothered by it. Uh, right. it's, it's just right. we don't like sh- we we don't like shutting government down and straining the military for it. He said that straining the military for it that was a lie, and it was a lie because yep. Claire McCaskill stood up the minute the vote was taken, to the, the minute the government shut down and said, look, let's all agree by unanimous consent to fund the military. And Mm -hmm. it was Mitch McConnell. It was David Brooks's party that put its Mm -hmm. boot on the throat of the military and said, great, now we have a third hostage. So Mitch McConnell not only held children hostage and poor children Mm -hmm. and immigrant children, he held the military hostage. And and David Brooks was just laughing his ass off. I thought it was the funniest goddamn thing Mm -hmm. he'd ever seen because let's face it. And then he just said, you know, this whole thing about identity politics is just we're all sick of it. You know, we're just all sick of this whole thing. We're race and because now both parties have racial identity wings and both parties have their coalition uh-huh. of race identity. And that was his response to his party taking poor people hostage uh, to make liberals cry. And that's why he's an amoral scumbag Uh, but that was
0: well and and speaking of amoral scumbags Noah Rothman of Commentary Magazine was on Morning Joe this week on the subject of Chip versus DACA he said you know uh, it, it was a real loss for Democrats because they lost the narrative about Chip you know now they can't say oh Mitch McConnell was holding Chip hostage I said yeah because the hostage has been released and and even Joe Scarborough was like, but they got right. ship renewed for they six got years, what they asked right? For and
1: they lived to isn't fight that, another day. Isn't
0: that what? And that's a win for right. Democrats. So no, I'm not going to let you sit here and on my show and say. That it was a loss that now they can't blame Mitch McConnell for holding Chip hostage. And as I said in my post about all this, uh, listen, Noah, (laughs) you don't have to worry. There is no way that any panicked mother of a Chip child isn't still aware that Republicans held their child's health insurance hostage. Now, I will
1: agree that Democrats screwed up their messaging. They should have kept it very simple and yes. clear. Republicans yes. are taking children hostage. and We won't stand for it. Republicans are yes. taking
0: and and making us choose between two groups of innocent children because that's what
1: they're and, doing. and we force them yep. to to ensure um, nine million poor children and give mm-hmm. us uh, a two and a half weeks and then we're going to come back and fight for DACA and we might when we might we're lose.
0: Back, well, and and let's be let's remember, chip expired in September. Parents were already getting letters yes. saying your health, your child's health insurance is not funded and we are not going to continue this insurance. There are certain states that are running out of money. There are pregnant women who don't know if their labor and delivery is going to be covered because Chip is running out of money. And DACA expires because President Stupid said right. so
1: on March. There's 5th. no reason for it. No reason it could have expired. No, no reason. At all, except they're sadists. Who like hurting yeah. weak people, and like, right, because right. it makes liberals cry, it makes liberals. Cry. And I
0: am not, I am not uh, diminishing in any way the panicked suffering of DACA no. recipients and their families. I understand that, and and I'm, you know, we went through it with health insurance last year many times. Yes. Uh, to my mind, this is just as awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that True. if it comes down to it in two weeks or in February eighth or whenever it is that. The resistance, I'll, I'll tweet and talk, call and do whatever that we treat it with the same kind of passion that we treated the debate. Yeah. Uh We need to. Uh, but uh, in terms of the urgency of one over the other, it's terrible. We have to make that kind of decision. Uh, but we're in the minority right. right this minute. And so getting CHIP funded for uh, six years, 10 would have been yep, cheaper, it, would have been. it turns out. Yep. But Uh, for six years is not nothing and uh, it is monstrous that the DACA you know these kids have been screened they have been vetted Mm -hmm. this is not and and this is the thing that the zero information voters on the right just seem to uh revel in calling all brown people criminals and
1: murderers it's almost like they're a party of racist blue gal
0: it's almost like they're a party of All right, we're, we're okay. going over, you know, with our time. Blitz, I'll so, blitz right through.
1: The, the Another thing being held hostage, not being held hostage, but uh, the Trump administration wants to end support for the International Space Station. Now you've crossed a line. Now you've pissed off <laughs> NASA nerds. You know what? Yeah. You, this is the problem. You have no idea the can of horror you've opened up. <laughs> um, yeah. Science nerds, NASA nerds, space nerds, we never forget. You never
0: forget. Well, and, and there are one state after another is – Using the courts to uh, reverse net neutrality is issues, yeah, and yeah, again, it's government by lawsuit, yeah. but it is
1: uh, Jared Kushner yeah. apparently won't agree to sit uh, the with the Senate Judiciary Committee. Reportedly, he's spooked. I prefer to think him as white as a ghost. Uh, and you may mm-hmm. think of your own white joke in and in just sort of there and laugh it up and tell me what it was. Um, the House, the Justice Department, it's important. The Republican Trump Justice Department warned that. Devin Nunez's fan fiction that he invented out of whole Mm -hmm. cloth and little bits of the truth that he snipped together in a way that radically misrepresents what it said uh, to reveal. That would be extraordinarily reckless because.
0: Well, and he he inserted he inserted Mm -hmm. highly classified information in that memo. So it can't be released. The
1: poison pill in there he put in there so he could talk about it without actually having to prove anything because that's And Devin Nunez who shouldn't be anywhere near this goddamn committee. Uh, Apparently, uh, Paul Ryan just lets his dogs run wild, lets them pee on the carpet, and every time asked, why are you letting this happen? He just sort of, I I don't want to talk. That's the subject. I I don't know what you're talking about. I got my tax cut. Look, the Koch brothers just paid me half a million dollars, okay? Shut up. I'm going to go home and roll around in money, and all you people, Mm -hmm. just shut up. Uh, A group of mayors, speaking of local action, have canceled their meeting with Donald Trump uh, because he told his his, uh, Department of Justice to start withholding money uh, from local governments because of sanctuary cities. And the local mayor said, well, fuck you, then. We're not going to meet with you. Go away. You're a bitter old freak, and we're going to be done with you in a couple of years. So go away.
0: There were a great many mayors talking about – I listened to quite a bit of that on Uh C-SPAN. And a lot of them talking about how when you're at the local level, uh, you can't mess around with the kind of partisanship that Donald Trump is messing around Uh with that, you know, the police officers have to work and and I'm again. There's a lot wrong with America's cities. There's a lot of things that needs fixed. There are some shitty mayors yeah. in this country, no doubt about it. But you can't pretend on a day to day basis that you can use executive right. time and watch Fox yeah. and Friends until 11 a.m. Yeah. and then you know show up and play golf yeah. and then you know, have a em- totally empty desk and hold up a phone and take a Photoshop Photoshop of yourself working. Right? Uh, no, it uh, you can't do that. And uh, they really did kind of just diss his performance as a leader uh, in a way that was really classic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mick okay. Mulvaney, uh, final item, uh, dropped because Mick Mulvaney, remember, uh, rat faced Mick Mulvaney, uh, evil human being Mick Mulvaney, is now in charge of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. He ordered them to drop a lawsuit against four payday lenders who were charging 900% interest rates without any explanation. We don't want to sue those people because I love them. They're my brothers, and I love them. I also. Or- I
0: I'll bet. I I'll bet he was lending that. Mo- I bet they were lending that money at 900 percent to military families oh, as just well. How, just you know, how low?
1: Do you, how low can you go? Um, and and yeah. finally, yep. the same agency just dropped an investigation into a lender that contributed money directly to Mick Mulvaney's campaign. So they're very hey. Trump-like of him. Um, and yeah. that's the end of the news this week, except for the fact that you guys hey. are the liberal media. I need you to stay focused.
0: We're all the liberal media. Stay focused, uh, and I hope I didn't dampen anyone's enthusiasm for no. the future. I just want us to stay focused, and uh, this is serious business. And I'm, I'm not going to celebrate when Trump goes down. I mean, I'm going to be relieved, but uh, we're going to have so much work to do to rebuild this country, and it's, it is just sad.
1: And you know what? Happen. Even at, even um, at a week. wake, <laughs> even at a wake, yeah, you tell yep. stories and you laugh. So yep. don't, uh, yeah,
0: that's d- true. And we will, we will put our arms around each other and tell right. stories it, and
1: it, it, Being yes, serious it. doesn't mean morbid. Knowing that
0: we have a lot of work yeah. ahead of us. Right, right. Each week we put... Oh, and can I say one other thing? Uh, we have a friend, actually. It's someone that uh, middle child babysits for who uh, had her child's classmate, six years old, die of the flu last mm-hmm. week. And uh, this flu is a killer uh, The Republican Party saw no, uh, you know, had had no problem with shutting down the Centers for Disease Mm -hmm. Control. Uh, And, uh, you know, this is this takes us working together and the tool that we use to work together to uh, limit the spread of the flu is government. (laughs) And making sure that children are immunized, the spread of disease, the way that we organize against the spread of disease. We use a tool called government Mm -hmm. and drowning government in a bathtub is a childish fantasy from people who think they're immune from society. Uh, So we mourn for that. Those parents, we mourn for that, the loss of that child. Uh, This is what I'm talking about. This is life or death stuff for a lot Mm -hmm. of people. And, uh, yeah, we're going to tell stories and comfort each other and find ways to laugh. But uh, this is serious. Um, And there are people out there who don't think it affects Mm -hmm. them and think they're immune and think that it's fun to hurt other people. And those people have to be silenced. (laughs) And and that belief has to to go. Yeah. Each week, we post to our Facebook page and website an Internet Kitty sent in by you, the listeners. And I just love this Internet Kitty this week. This week's Internet Kitty is Ama, A-M-A. Ama has a very interesting pastime. She likes to sit in the dirt of potted (laughs) plants. (laughs) Because it's cool, and it's dirt. And it's nature, and it smells like, you know, I, I'm in the wild. And uh, so she puts her her belly and paws on the cool dirt and sits in a pot. And in the photo that you're going to see on our Facebook page and website, she is clearly demanding that spring come soon, damn it. <laughs> we love ama go visit her at our facebook page and website you can send your internet kitty to us at our email address proleftpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail or you can also write to both of us feel free to write us we love hearing from you be aware that if you write us at any of our addresses we reserve the right to read your email or u s postal service go postal unions letter on the air unless you say otherwise don't forget our gourmet coffee guideline if you can afford to buy an espresso-based beverage for yourself, buy one for us. This is not charity. This is our job. We want to thank all our new donors. We have a lot of $1 donors who've come on board over at Patreon. And uh, we appreciate well, we. you. That starts to yeah. add up. It starts sure to add up. When when eight or nine of you you know, or ten of you put a dollar a month uh, in Patreon, uh, you know, that's $120 a year, and we can spend I can, that. I'll
1: find a place to spend <laughs> we that. We will
0: find a way to spend that. That's that's a good contribution. So thank you for doing that. Uh, there's all kinds of ways you can donate. We want to make it easy on you and easy for you to donate. So we have Patreon, PayPal, uh, a, a regular uh, USP... P.S. post office box and uh, we also have a GoFundMe going which is to pay off uh, middle child's braces and to pay off a couple of other bills that we have and uh, that's that has been great there just were a couple we kept it going because there were a couple of people said that is the way I would like to donate is to pay for something that you actually need so glad to put that out there Uh, and thank you for supporting us we appreciate your support of our podcast work Approximately 1% of our listeners support this podcast with a contribution you can, too. See our website, ProLeftPod.com, for details. Our PayPal postal address, Patreon, everything, link to PayPal, all of it is there at ProLeftPod.com. Please share our show on Facebook or Twitter, and thank you for doing that. Hey, Driftglass, how are the Internet Kitties doing this week?
1: Well, Blue Gal, the Internet Kitties will be embracing the wonders of the cosmos and watching the Royal super blue blood moon on january 31st that's a blue supermoon with a lunar eclipse thrown in and no extra charge this will be happening one day after the state of the union which the internet kiddies will not be watching
2: let's think about living think about loving just think about loving think about loving just think about the hooping and the hopping and the poppin' and the loving lovey-dovey lovey let's forget about the wine and the crying and the
0: podcast is recorded under Creative Commons license. Copyright 2018, DGBG Productions Incorporated.